welcome to Strong Babe Collective. My name is Taylor Ray, and I'm here to help you build a life you love. Babe, if you are here, it means you are ready to step into the highest version of yourself. You are ready to unlock your potential, realize your worth, stop holding yourself back, and become who you were always destined to be. I'm here to help you understand that you already hold the key to all of these things within yourself. You just need to allow yourself to realize it. I want you to think of this podcast as your go-to for all things empowerment, mindset, manifesting, self-love, and so much more. All here to help you step into the highest version of you. If you are ready to ditch self-doubt, truly go for what you want, manifest a reality of your wildest dreams and build a life you love, then babe, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Strong Babe Collective. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, my gorgeous Strong Babe, and welcome back to the Strong Babe Collective podcast. My name is Taylor Ray. If we have not already met, my love, I am so excited that you are here, and I am so thrilled to be sharing today's episode with you. As always, my commitment to you is to bring you all of the manifesting magic that you need to call in all of your biggest desires. I'm all about giving you the shifts, the tools, the practices, the rituals, all of the things that are going to help you to manifest all that you are so, so worthy of. I am so grateful to be connected with you here on the podcast, and I do hope that we are connected over on Instagram as well. If you guys don't already follow me there, make sure that you come over right now, literally pause this episode, head to the old IG app and type in at Strong Babe Collective and come and connect with me. Send me a DM, say hello. It is literally my favorite thing, and I share so many other high vibe shifts and so much manifesting magic over there for you as well, both in my posts and especially on my Instagram stories as well. I'm all about dropping the daily manifesting magic. So definitely come and connect with me over there and let's continue the convo. Like I said, it's my favorite thing to talk to you babes over there to connect even further and to help you even more to manifest all that you so desire. Like I said, I am so grateful to be a part of your manifestation journey and I know that you'll be listening to this episode in divine timing as always and that there are some incredible shifts waiting for you on this episode. Today, I am sitting down with the gorgeous Lucy Dunn, the founder of Dunbells, to talk all things health and fitness. Lucy is an incredible source of knowledge when it comes to everything that you need to know about training, about nutrition, macros, the best way to train for your body, and how to hit your health and fitness goals. It is honestly a topic that I get asked about so, 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 so much from you babes, all about how to manifest health and fitness goals, how to hit your weight loss goals, how to call in the different things that you're manifesting when it comes to your overall weight wellness journey. And it makes me so excited that I get to be able to bring beautiful Lucy here to the podcast to share a lot of those answers with you, babes, and to give you a lot of different perspectives when it comes to what it is that you are doing with your training, how you are eating in order to support that, what you're doing in order to energetically support what it is that you are working towards with your health and fitness. That side of things is often so neglected when it comes to health and fitness. We think it's such a physical side of things, but it is actually so, so mental. And there are some 
some incredible mindset shifts inside of this episode that I know are going to help you babes so, so much. Health and fitness is something that is so important to me. And honestly, it is just such a pivotal part of my life, being aware of what it is that I am putting in my body, looking after my body and honoring it with movement. And honestly, your body is made to move. So when you focus on movement and doing things that feel good and you move your body in whatever way feels good to you, whether it's weightlifting, whether it's swimming, whether whether it is running, whether it's doing aerobics or a HIIT workout or literally anything, kickboxing, whatever feels good to you, when you honor your body with movement, it actually raises your vibrational state. So it is something that I do really make a big point to emphasize in my life is looking after my body through having health and fitness goals and being aware of what I'm eating and having different training routines and different things that I love to do, whether it's yoga, going for a walk, um, doing a HIIT workout, doing a weighted workout. These are all things that I really do emphasize in my own life. And health and fitness has always been really important to me. I do actually have my certification um, in personal training as well. And I did do that in a bit of a past life. Um, But, you know, honestly, like it's always been something that is so important to me. And one element of it that is honestly paramount and I believe is just the thing that you need to really master before anything else is the mindset side of things is having that control over your mind and knowing that once you've controlled the mind element of things when it comes to health and fitness, the goals, physically manifesting the goals, whether it's weight loss, whether it's putting on muscle, whatever it is that you are working towards, that becomes so much easier. So I do truly believe as with manifesting anything, when it comes to manifesting your health and fitness goals, having that control over the mind and knowing that your thoughts are so, so powerful is paramount. And I love that Lucy and I dive into this on this episode as well. We really go everywhere inside of this episode and we cover off so much. There are some massive shifts waiting for you inside of this episode, including why your health and fitness goals are so much more than just a number on the scales. We talk about the importance of working out to feel good and how that actually helps with manifesting your goals. We go over your relationship with food and why that actually has more of an impact on your results than you might actually think. We talk about the impact of mindset, like I said, and why that's so important to your health and fitness goals and why you need to master that before anything else. And we get clear on how to actually move through the different choices and all of the information and what can sometimes feel really overwhelming in order to figure out what is actually right for you, for your body and for what it is that you're working towards with your health and fitness. So there is so much waiting for you inside of this episode, and I'm so excited to share it with you. Lucy is an absolutely incredible wealth of knowledge on all things health and fitness, and it is truly her passion in life to help women all around the world to become the best version of themselves yet through helping them to hit their health and fitness goals. After losing 65 pounds herself and recovering from a binge eating disorder, Lucy is so passionate about building an army, a tribe, and creating something so much bigger than just another weight loss transformation. She knows that collectively we can have more of an impact than if we go at it alone. And that's why I feel so grateful to have her here on this episode, sharing everything that she knows with you gorgeous babes here on the Strong Babe Collective podcast. So I'm so excited to dive straight into this episode with you to share everything that's inside it. And I know you babes are going to love it. Welcome, gorgeous Lucy. I am so excited to have you here with us on the Strong Babe Collective podcast. How are you going today? I'm doing so good. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for hosting such an awesome show and for having me on. Oh, thank you, darling. That honestly means the world. And we are so excited to have you here on the show. I was so grateful when we connected and I just feel like everything that you have to say, like your message is 
so what our babes need to hear. And that's why I'm so excited to be connecting with you from the other side of the world. Um, you're over in Calgary at the moment. I know it's afternoon for you. It's bright and early here in Australia, but that is the beauty of the internet and being able to connect. And I'm so grateful for that because I'm really excited for my girls to be able to hear everything that you have to say today. So um, I want to sort of dive right in to begin with. And something that I love to do is a little bit of a high vibe hello, just to get the ball rolling, to get people to understand, you know, who you are, where you're about, what you're from. Um, I've literally just said that in the wrong order. <laughs> It is very early here for me, but that is all good. Um, what you are all about and where you are from is what I was aiming for there. But anyway, that's all good. Nice little tongue tie for the morning. Um, so are you good to get into a few little high vibe questions just to get everything going? Yes, absolutely. And don't worry, I'm going to be, even though it's the afternoon here, I probably stumble all over my world words as well. So I've got you. <laughs> Brilliant. We'll be on the same page and then everyone can just try and decipher the message. That sounds great. <laughs> All right, darling. So obviously we'll start off. What is your name? Let's say hello just to get everyone to know who we're actually speaking to. Hopefully I can get that part right. Um, yeah, so my name is Lucy Dunn and I'm the founder of Dunbells. Amazing. And where are you from? So originally I'm from Melbourne. That's where I grew up in Australia. Um, and then, yeah, through a series of traveling, backpacking, working, doing all sorts of random things. I now live in Calgary, which is in Canada, um, right in the mountains, which is a beautiful spot to be. Uh, I, I took off on my, what was supposed to be my gap year from university and high school on a one-way ticket to New York and never looked back. Oh, that is amazing. We're going to circle back to that. I really enjoy that. And I want to kind of hear what that story looked like and what, how that all happened to be. Um, but let's keep going. So what do you do? So obviously we know you're the founder of Dunbells, but let's dive a little bit deeper into what that looks like. Yeah. So Dunbells on the surface, I mean, it's a strength online personal training with a focus on strength training. Um, and then the nutrition side of it is a macronutrient based plan so it's you know a little bit different in regards to the programs out there that want to focus on the cardio and the hit circuits and then paired that with you know salads and green shakes and all that bullshit so it's kind of flipped on its head it's all the way on the other side um but that's on the surface level it's strength training it's lots of burgers it's lots of donuts um and it's nicely wrapped inside of an app that's easy for my clients to use the community is probably the number one um, thing inside of this program that's going on there's women all around the world and they're just i'm so lucky to be able to do what i do and work with such amazing clients oh amazing i love that and i'm all about coming from that place of service and building that community and everything like that so that's absolutely magic and it sounds like you are having a very much needed impact in that space which is brilliant um hun describe yourself in three words oh that's tough um, <laughs> <laughs> i would say energetic honest and pure Oh, nice. I like those. That was good. <laughs> um, and if you only had one day left on earth, what would you spend your time doing? Oh, eating for sure. Eating <laughs> all the donuts, all the pizza, everything that you just mentioned before. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what is one thing that can always raise your vibes? Um, 
a workout, honestly. Like now things have switched so much that even when I'm in some sort of funk, um, I'm from I'm operating on such a different wavelength now that a workout really does make me feel good. Um, but it took a lot of years to get it to that place, not to be doing it from a form of punishment um, and, you know, hoping for something else and to do it simply because it makes me feel good. So I would say that would be one of the things. And then the second thing would be just a, a recharge in the mountains. Something about that air that feels really, really good. And sometimes just being out in nature without all the technology and without all the demands of a city that can feel really refreshing and amazing. So it's just picking between those things when I, when I need that, that lift and that boost. Mm, definitely. Oh my gosh. I'm so about that. And those that follow along on Instagram <laughs> at strong babe collective will know I'm all about the digital detox and like just getting away in nature. Like there's nothing to me like a nice camping trip where you just like no tech, like you just literally like resetting, grounding, like connecting with mother nature and just getting back to you. And I feel like it's just absolutely magic for finding that alignment. So I am with you on that one for sure. Um, what is one thing that you cannot live without? Oh, um, gosh, these are, these are awesome questions. Um, <laughs> Diving real deep. <laughs> like, I don't know, to keep it so simple. It's like, what makes such a big difference in my life is water. So it's mm. so silly, but it's like, I, guzzle so much water and I actually like obviously humans can't live without it but it's one of those things that I even just like need so much more I get a headache if I haven't had enough even by like 10 a.m so it's one of those things that my body just craves it and sleep <laughs> yes both very 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 important um 100% like so with you about that with like getting as much water as possible and I am the same like I really do feel it if um if I'm not getting in the water intake like I, I'm the same with like the headaches and my body like my physical responses yeah I totally understand where you come in with with that one um and what is a quote that you live by so one of the my favorite all-time quotes is some women fear the fire others simply become it and mm. it yeah, it was a big, um, you know, grounding quote for me through, you know, and I'm sure we'll get into it in regards to my weight loss and my eating disorder and even just moving across the other side of the world and being alone and having a series of other things go on in life. Uh, it was a quote that just always kept coming up. It was always written somewhere in front of me. And it's actually so crazy now that, you know, Be The Fire is one of the biggest things that's part of my branding and, and part of my tribe that I've built inside the community and, and they use this all the time but it has you know it's layers now it's like that that can be applied to them however they need it and I'm blessed that something that got me through so much is now being spread just in another way to help all of these like hundreds of women around the world. I love that. I honestly, as you said that, it kind of just gave me chills. Like, I feel like that is just such a great quote. And like you said, it's just become such an integral part of who you are and your message and, you know, the light that you shine. And obviously, you know, it, it was always meant to be that way because obviously that was a message that those women needed because that is why it will have been adopted so strongly. And now it's just become such a part of your branding. So I love that. And I know that that in itself, like that quote in itself will have impacted at least one person hearing that today. So thank you for sharing that with us. Um, so let's dive right in. Like, honestly, like pretty much exactly where you sort of just segued into is perfect. And I kind of want to dive a little bit into what your journey was like. So I know that, you know, you literally just mentioned, you know, your journey in terms of like moving and things like that, but I want to dive a little bit deeper and sort of go backwards just a little bit. So let's talk about, obviously, I know you mentioned your eating disorder um, and your weight loss journey. So can you give us a little bit of an insight as to what that actually looked like? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and for you know all these people listening, it's it's going to get real, and I'm happy to take it into the deep dark corners of what that was actually like because I think there's too much out there that's just like, oh, here I am post you know pregnancy or whatever, or here I am after dropping 60 pounds, and it just makes it look all perfect and easy. Mm. Um, you know, reality of that is that it wasn't anything close to. I was living in New York City. I you know didn't have that that much money. I was a backpacker at the time and I put on a ton of weight. I didn't understand what the portions were like over there. I was drinking beer. I was smoking cigarettes. I was this unhealthy person who was at the time just living life. I didn't really know much else and, and my priorities were very different to how they are now. And so, you know, I'm not necessarily mad at the person that um, I used to be, but there's so many learnings that have come from that that you know now help me but yeah essentially I was um, clocked in at 215 pounds at my heaviest and when I started not being able to fit into normal clothes so when you know yoga pants became the only pants that I could actually wear because they fit around my waist and my stomach um, that's when I really started to realize okay I need to do something about this it was never from the point of like you know energy levels or like any of these other things that I now know are the benefits of you know being living a life um but it was the fact that i couldn't wear pants anymore i couldn't buy clothes and it was really holding me back from so much and then you know it took me about five years to to lose that weight and it was because i was you know training with people that maybe weren't as educated as i want needed them to be or they had never struggled with weight loss or i was on a diet program which was some sort of cleanse which wasn't responding well for my body at all because it's not what it needed to be able to let go of that weight and so yeah to 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 summarize that it's like all these things that i thought i should and could be doing because when you're not in that space that's what's being told to you that you should be doing they could further away from what i actually needed to do to lose that weight that's amazing. And I like, thank you for being really honest because I feel like as well, you know, like you said, like a lot of the time, sometimes it can be really easy to come out the other side, like the success story side of things. And then to almost as the person that's gone through the success, kind of paint it in like an easy sort of picture to make people think, you know, oh yeah, like so it's super easy. But sometimes like actually being honest and being transparent, like it took five years for you to go through actually figuring out how to do that because the wrong information was being presented to you. Like, I think that sort of thing is a really important message because it can sort of show like for those that are struggling and going through these struggles themselves, they're not alone in that. And a lot of it comes down to, I guess, and we'll dive into this, you know, the miscommunication of information that's out there. So, um, so in terms of like getting to that point in your life, like, can you go even deeper as to what that actually looked like? Like, how do you feel like you got there? Like, I know that you said like the portion sizes were difficult and things like that, but internally, like what was going on for you at that stage in your life? Like, how were you feeling at that point? And how do you felt like, how do you feel like you actually got to that point in your life where you realized like, oh my gosh, like it's time to actually make a change? Yeah. Like, honestly, the second that I started, so that five-year process, right at the beginning, I was ready to make a change. I was so damn ready to be done with this weight. But the things that I was then doing didn't really back up the fact of how ready I was. So I was never really fully committing. I think because I was always a little bit scared of failing and because I you know, didn't have any experience in working out or trying to eat healthy 
I didn't really know. And so while I was super ready to be done with the weight and to have it off, and I was looking at all these people that, you know, had the bodies at that point, it was very physical. They had the bodies that I wanted to have. I still had these reservations to like go fully in because I didn't really know what that looked like to actually get there. And so, you know, I felt ready. I felt like I was giving it my all, but I just kept, you know, failing over and over again. I was buying these programs and doing these diets and paying lots of money for these trainers and trying my best and I'd be really good at losing about 20 pounds 30 pounds and then something would click for me and I'd get in my own way and I would sabotage myself and I would go right back to that weight again and that's the place that I was at before Totally. No, I so understand that. And um, I want to circle back to where you said, you know, that fear of failure, you know, and that's something that so many of us, you know, come up against no matter what it is that we're manifesting, whether it's, you know, a health and fitness goal or whether it's a promotion or money or, you know, starting a business, like whatever it is, that fear of failure coming from such a place of ego can be so strong. And it can definitely be the thing that holds a lot of us from even taking that first step towards what it is that we so desire and we so know that we want and we so know that's where we're going and yet we can stay so very stuck just looking at it. So how did you move through that fear of failure around that? Um, I think the, the honest, complete answer to that is that I just kept failing so many times that I got a little bit used to it. I mm-hmm. got a little bit more comfortable with it and I started to realize, well, nothing is going to change if I don't keep trying these things because Otherwise, I'm just going to keep putting this weight back on. It's going to be this vicious cycle. So I was, I have a strong mind that way. I think I've been a little bit blessed with the ability to keep going and to keep pushing forward. But yeah, it was really discouraging to do all of these things like, you know, pay $5,000 for this program and finish it and, and lose some weight, but then not get the results that I really wanted. Or, you know, maybe... It was, I would get sick and something would get in my way that way. Like there was always something that was derailing me or leading to some sort of failure. Sometimes it was me setting these unrealistic expectations on myself as well. And so of course I'm going to fail because when you're trying to lose 65 pounds, you know, it's not going to happen in 12 weeks. And so, um, you know, there was all sorts of things that when you're on that journey, it's a horrible, dark place to be. And I truly believe that a lot of the people that understand it are the people that have been through it. And what I found time and time again was trainers that while they had my best interest in mind, didn't necessarily know what it was like for a 215 pound girl telling me to do 500 burpees. It's like, that hurts. And that caused me a lot of pain. And then I'd be out for a week because I'd be recovering. And, you know, things here and there that um, would keep knocking me down. And I think, Honestly, I just got really used to the fact that I was going to fail um, and tried to have a positive outlook on it. On like, this is going to be leading me to something and this is going to be good in the end. I've just got to keep going. Mm, and rather than seeing failure as like an, an end point, it's kind of just like a stepping stone towards where it is that you're going. And, you know, within every failure, it's the seed for success or like every failure is the doorway to something better. And it is something I've actually done a whole podcast episode on this. Like failure is nothing. It's nothing like failure is not fine. It's not finite unless you decide that it is. Otherwise, it's just part of the journey. And that sounds exactly like what it is that you've gone through is like you started to accept it as just being like okay cool like I'm just learning something new like I'm learning something that maybe isn't the right thing for me or it sort of nudges me in a bit of a different direction um and that sounds like obviously kind of what you went through is like 
you know, it sort of pushed you towards where it is that you ended up needing to go rather than thinking like every time you failed, well, that's the end. And now I better just give up because it's clearly not working. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know what? I never thought that being in the health and wellness space would be some sort of career or industry that I even wanted to dip a toe in, let alone have my whole body emerged in. But <laughs> those failures and those things led me to go and get educated myself. They led me to be obsessed with reading about things, finding out things, talking to people about it. Like, and I truly believe that if I didn't fail all that, and if I had a really easy ride, none of what I'm doing now would have the impact that it does because I had to go through all of that. And I truly believe now it's a blessing, but at the time it's really, really difficult to want to keep going and to want to make changes when you just keep hitting brick wall after brick wall, barrier after barrier. And when you just feel like nothing you do is working, it's a really horrible place to be. Yeah, totally. No, I so understand. And what I think as well, like even in you just saying that it's, it's such an example of like, everything is always happening for you, not happening to you. And it's something that I live by. And I've talked about so much here on the podcast is although it can be very hard to see it in the moment when it feels so difficult or it doesn't feel like the results that you wanted, or it's like so far from your expectations of what it is that you, you hoped was going to happen. Although that can feel like utter shit in the moment, looking back, you know, and that's obviously what you've gone through, like looking back on your journey, although it seemed really tough, like you can look back on that with gratitude because that's led you to the exact person that you are today, which then allows you to shine your light for those who need you, who are going through the exact same thing that you were going through, you know, all that time ago, you know, because you've been there and now you can help to guide them. So what did that look like for you in terms of obviously, you know, you're working with trainers, um, you were trying all the fad diets, the cleansers, all that sort of thing. When did the, the, the switch kind of change for you? Like when did it swap over and when did you start to actually realize like, okay, I need to do this myself. Um, and I need to start figuring out the actual ways to do this. What did that look like for you? Yeah. So I had actually, um, it stemmed the, the part where I decided to like go and really dive this myself was when, um, I went through an actual horrible breakup and I had, you know, moved cities for this person and, found out that it was not um, a whole nother story. But basically it was a horrible breakup. I was left in a city where I had no friends, no person anymore. All my life had been turned around and it was like, okay, well now all of a sudden I was using exercise as a form of um, a release. And I was starting to use it in different ways than just the weight loss, which is what I'd been using it for prior. And so, you know, I did have the benefit of now having a bit more time on my hands. And I also just, you know, all these other things were happening in my life where that negativity had kind of gone away and all these other positive things were coming in. And so it was kind of at that point. And so still from here, it took me about two years to really get down uh, as far as like hitting goal weights and things like that. But that, at that point, when I had some more time and when it was just me and when like every cord had been cut and I was just standing there alone in front of my mirror being like, what do you want? What do you doing with your life what does the future look like that's when i really started hey i'm actually kind of interested in this i get a lot of joy from this yes i'm like still super overweight and i don't look how i want to look yet but i'm feeling better daily and i just had this momentum going that i just continued to build on and then you know when i started getting certified it felt really good to like certifications and then to be starting to help other people even though it wasn't a business yet it was stuff that i was just starting to live and breathe and it was cool to see that transition happen. 
Oh my gosh. Yes. I love that. And that just speaks to me on so many different levels. And, you know, even like looking at you and listening to you as you start to say that, and I know that the babes listening will be able to hear it as well. Like the energy that like emanates from you as you speak, like you can so tell like how passionate you are about this and how important it is to you because even as you speak, like your whole energy shifted so much. And I love that because that is such an indicator that you are so serving your soul purpose. Like you are so shining the light that is so needed that you are literally here to shine. Um, and I love that. And I'm all about that. And um, yeah, I honestly, like I truly believe like everything that you've gone through has led you to exactly where you're supposed to be because like we said before, if you hadn't gone through it, you wouldn't have been able to make those shifts um, to now serve the people that you do serve within your community, which is amazing. Um, so let's like circle back just a teeny tiny bit. And when, when you were sort of talking about um, the shift that you made, you know, where it, it moved from being just about the weight loss to so many other aspects of your life. Let's go into that a little bit. And why do you think that that is so important? Because for those that are listening, Basically, I know that a lot come in, you know, when you've got like a health or fitness goal, it is so, so focused on, you know, a weight loss goal, like a number or a physical appearance rather than all of these other things that you were speaking about. So how important do you think that those elements are when it comes to manifesting your health and fitness goal? Absolutely. Like the most important thing. I think that honestly now, and what I talk about, you know, inside my programs is it's like, it's fine if weight loss is one of your goals, but let me tell you, that's just going to be a byproduct of all of the other work that we're doing. Because when we talk about what's in your way in front of your mindset and what those negative thoughts are, when you get up and look at yourself in the mirror and how you talk about yourself internally and the reasons that you're even wanting to eat better and work out. It's like when we actually put attention on those things and get clear on what those are and set goals on those elements versus, hey, I want to weigh 145 pounds. It's like the weight loss happens because of the energy and attention that I personally and for all my clients were putting on that. And so, mm -hmm. yes, don't get me wrong. I understand if you want to lose weight, I'm not get rid of people's goals that way but i know what changes and what shifts and what um better results that you can have when you put more of a focus on the, the why behind you're doing it all and you know the reasons that you are getting up at 5 a.m maybe to get that workout in because it's important to you because of all these other things that we've put attention on and set goals around versus let me tell you getting up at 5 a.m because you want to lose 20 pounds, it's not going to motivate you enough. It's not going to get you up and to be consistent to reach those goals like those other pieces will. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Oh, I, honestly, like I so agree with you on that. And I have spoken about this in the past, you know, where, when you are manifesting anything, anything at all, but obviously with what we're talking about here with health and fitness goals, the energy that you have is everything. And so if you're coming from, you know, a place of not being, not being enough, you know, at the weight that you are or not loving yourself at the weight that you are or the appearance that you have, that negative energy actually brings up so much resistance around what it is that you actually say that you want, because it's kind Coming from that place of lack. Whereas when you shift your internal, you know, dialogue and what's going on with you there, and that obviously changes your energy that you're putting out towards it. And you're coming from that place of love and that place of worthiness that obviously that high vibrational level is what allows you to call your, your goals in so much faster because you're coming from that place of loving from your, loving yourself rather than 
from that place of not being enough as you are. Um, so can you give us some examples of what that actually looks like? So for someone who's like, okay, well, uh, this sounds great. Like, you know, I, I want to do that. But like at the moment, like losing 10 kilos or 20 pounds is all I can think of. Like, how do I start to make that shift into changing my internal dialogue? Like, what does that look like? Yeah, so there's some really like intentional questions that we go over um, inside of my programs. And basically like to summarize, it's, it's just getting a lot deeper on the reasons why you want this. So for example, if you come and you say, hey, I want to lose, you know, 10 kilograms, why? What is that actually going to do for you? Because if it's just because you want to look a certain way, we have to get deeper than that. Mm. It's things like you want to run around with your kids on the beach without having to feel like a towel is wrapped around you. If that's that 10 kilogram goal and that's how it translates, well, now we're talking because now we can start to uncover some other things as to why you think that you can't currently do that and why it will make you feel differently if you do lose that 10 kilograms to have that goal. And so we start to just, it's essentially a series of discovering that uncover a whole lot of things that then we actually start to work on first and so we put those at the top of you know what we're working towards and what we're setting daily goals around to put attention to and then by the end of the program for example then you look at back and look at how, how far you've come not only on those goals but you've lost the weight that we spoke about in the beginning and you're you know crushing workouts and lifting so much heavier and inspiring others to come with you and like your whole life has changed but we started with this simple you know goal that someone says yeah i want to you know have some more energy and kilograms it's like it's so much more than that and so just really discovering the core of it and then stripping that down into pieces where we can actually daily make progress on it that's where in my opinion is often so overlooked especially in this health and wellness Definitely. Oh my gosh, definitely. And like you said, it's almost like the weight loss becomes like a byproduct of the shifts that you make in your life rather than making that the actual focus of the training. Exactly. hundred percent. What? Like the scale, while it tells the truth, it doesn't always tell the whole truth. And if we become obsessed with that number and that's what we're putting our results, like that's what we're pairing our results with is that number on the scale. Well, I'm sorry, but we are set up for failure the second that we start something. So it's get rid of that, get away from that. Let's focus on something else where we can have some wins, where we can see some successes, where we can move that needle forward. And the results physically, mentally, emotionally will get to where you want them to be. They'll actually surpass where you want them to be, but it's got to start on a different level than just measuring your weight as your success definitely do you still get your clients to set a weight loss goal like a number or like have a rough idea or not at all absolutely we do talk weight a little bit but the reason we talk about it a is so that i can actually accurately um, provide nutritional information for your goals but then also we talk about overcoming this obsession that majority clients have with the scale and so there's some you know even training inside of the program that's on the, how we view the scale and why we've viewed it that way for so long and what our life actually looks like when we go two weeks without standing on it and so um, we talk about weight we set weight loss goals and we absolutely celebrate them when we get them but they are not the like focus point and biggest thing that we're striving for inside 
Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's so good. And I think it's a message that needs to be shared so much more. And I like, I commend you for being there and shining your light on that because it is so, so needed. Where do you feel like, you know, as a society, we kind of went wrong and we started to really focus on, on the scales as being like the epitome of success. Where do you think that that happened? And do you feel like a shift is starting to move away from that at all? There's definitely a shift. There's this like body positivity movement going on where it's just like whatever size, it doesn't matter, like come one, come all. And like the least interesting thing about you is how much you weigh. Like there's all of these movements going on and I absolutely love them and adore them. At the same time, we can take it too far the other way where you know what it's not necessarily a wrong thing to want to lose some weight and so there's this fine line in between and I think it's just you know with our food these days and with uh, the advertising and just like how we're the stuff that we're eating and our the health concerns that we're having like all of these things I think that's where you know the scale is often used in the medical fields and those sorts of things. And I think that's where a lot of this information trickles down, you know, where this obesity rate is climbing. Um, but I, I also believe it depends what circles you're hanging around in. So a lot of years following, you know, Jenny Craig, for example, it's like I would go and pick up my frozen meals and they would weigh me in every single week. And that's where I was hanging out. That's what was important. But then when I started to do a program where it actually didn't necessarily focus on my weight loss, it's just like, it's where you, where you spend your energy. And so if that's not something that you want to obsess about and the scale is actually something that you want to get away from, there's a whole world full of places and people that won't talk about that in this health and wellness space. And I think we do need more of them. But at the time, I'm not shying away from the fact that need to lose some weight and you know there needs to be this fine line in between that of 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 wanting to hit those goals and what that looks like for people yeah definitely and I think that it's so important that that does get spoken about a lot more which is great that we're talking about it here um, and I think that it's really refreshing for people to hear as well you know if they have been very trapped in the cycle of you know jumping on the scale every morning and weighing in and then you know feeling just like not enough because of that number that shows up like to be able to hear like there's actually a whole other side of things that you can look at that you know gauges you know where you're at and how you're feeling and you know calling in what it is that you're manifesting but from less of a place of like obsessiveness and lack and more of a place of like I'm doing this because I love myself and you know I'm doing this because I want to enjoy my life and what that looks like and then the weight loss just comes as a byproduct of it which is amazing um and what you were talking about before you know it goes hand in hand you know with aspects of manifestation as well you were saying you know and it's something that you say um on your website as well, you know, your results are more than what you see. It's about actually feeling them. And I kind of want to dive into that a little bit because what you were sort of talking about there where, you know, like visualizing your life, like running around, you know, following your kids, like on the beach and playing and not feeling out of breath and not feeling like you have to cover up with a towel or anything like that. To me, like hearing that is, it's such a vital aspect of manifesting anything is that visualization aspect of feeling into it before it's even manifested for you. And that sounds to me like exactly what you're doing with your clients, which is amazing because, you know, if you're going to call in anything, that's one of the biggest keys is to actually like realize that it's already yours, feel into it before it's manifested and start to visualize it and believe that it's already yours before it's even like arrived. Um, so would you say that that's something that's a big focus for you? 
Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I, I, again, I think there's a line because I don't want to ever paint the picture that if you just put it up on your background of your phone and, and think about it nonstop, like that it will happen. Uh, you know, sometimes there's something that basically just say like, you know, rub those crystals together and put it on your phone, have it tomorrow. So it's a fine line between that and also the fact that, yes, I do believe that what you start seeing, where your energy goes, what you start thinking about you're more inclined to move that direction. Mm. And so um, absolutely, I'm a firm believer in like visioning what you actually want to look like and what does life look like without that towel and how does that make you feel and what would that mean for other people in your life? And, you know, asking these questions that often you don't get asked ever. Like nobody talks about that. They say, hey, how's it going? And you say good. And then that's kind of the end of the conversation. And it's like, how about we dive a little deeper and talk about how you actually are and what you're actually feeling. And, you know, on a Monday morning after stuffing your face and drinking all the alcohol and feeling that guilt, why don't you just say, hey, this is actually not what I want my life to look like. And let's talk about it a little bit more and lean into that energy so that we can change something about it. So I absolutely believe in the fact that, you know, planting that visual for people and letting them think about what that looks like in their life without that weight on them or eating, you know, wanting to eat healthy, not just like thinking that it's something have to do it's just like a really cool mindset piece to work on so that people can actually start imagining what that what life could be like out of their current situations definitely and honestly you know it is on a subconscious level that that's where that shift takes place and on the subconscious level is where you're actually able to make the changes to your patterns and your behaviors and then the patterns and the behaviors that you are actually taking and you know actioning in your life that is what creates the results for you. That is what actually makes a difference. And I'm so with you. Uh, I talk about this all the time with manifesting and there isn't often, you know, a misconception where when you're manifesting, it's just about the law of attraction and just, you know, there's so, there's so much, again, misinformation out there where it's just about, you know, think about it. And so it will be all those sorts of things. And yes, the energetic level is so important, but if you don't pair that with the action, with the aligned action and, you know, law of attraction is everything, but so is law of action. There's so many universal laws out there and law of attraction gets a spotlight all the time. Time, but law of action is one that I'm absolutely massive on where it's about taking those aligned action steps. It's about taking action that supports what it is that you're visualizing. It supports, you know, the vision that you have around, you know, in this case, you know, running on the beach with your kids. Like, of course, like you can think about that day in day out, but if you're sitting on the couch and you're, you know, drinking all the soda and all the alcohol and eating all the things and not, not at all taking action that supports that vision. One, you're signaling to your subconscious mind that, well, obviously it's not that important because although you've set that intention, like nothing that you're doing is actually supporting it. And two, on a physical, that's obviously like you're metaphysical, but on a physical level, you know, you're not actually supporting it at all because everything that you're doing is going against it. So I'm so with you on that. Like having, you know, the mental shifts and the energetic shifts around it is like the, the starting point, like kind of the catalyst for it. Because if you don't make those shifts, how could it ever happen? And then from there, it's about actually taking the action that supports it. So yeah, 100% agree with you on that. And I kind of want to dive into what that looks like. So what does that action actually look like in order? Like you've been through it. Like you've, you know, you've lost 65 pounds. You've come up against binge eating and you've moved through that. So what does that look like? Like how to actually get those results? What action could people start actually taking in order to start getting the results? Like what you've done in your life for someone who's sort of facing a similar journey? Yeah, totally. Um, it's... Uh it's consistency would be the number one thing that I put it down to and it doesn't have to be massive so I love what you're talking about there with action but at the same time 
don't feel like that you can't someday sit on the couch and drink all the alcohol and eat all the food. It's just about this consistent effort to make, to take that action towards the steps and places that you want to be. So for me, um, losing the weight, it, it required some consistency, but it didn't necessarily require the amount that I once thought. It doesn't mean two hours exercising every day and eating a restricted diet. It just means you know, very intentional movement to get my heart rate to a certain place to get these benefits of the workout that I'm doing to make sure that that weight is going to come off. And so I think consistency is the number one thing that people can do from this point on, like starting today is when it starts. You do not need to wait for halfway through the year. You do not need to wait for January 1st. Like all of these things that are out there, you can actually start today and just make small minor changes. Because I think the other thing that we do as a society is we say, hey, I'm gonna put health and wellness as my priority. So I'm gonna join the gym tomorrow. I'm going to meal prep all day Sunday. I'm going to eat well and never go out again. And like, they're going to try and do all of these things all at once and consistent of small little things that you daily that will give you that big compounding effect. And so right now set some sort of goal that this next week, you just want to get to bed before 10 PM and start there. And then that next week, Hey, drink a little bit more water and see how your body gets rid of some toxins that are going on. Then maybe the next week, think about some exercises that you can start doing. And instead of joining CrossFit, maybe just start going for some walks around the block. And so, you know, I think that often we try to eat the whole elephant at once instead of just taking some bites and there's nothing wrong with taking it a little bit slower being consistent you will get the results that you're after but you just got to keep showing up in small little incremental pieces Mm, so true i think that that's so important that's obviously you know where a lot of people go wrong is they do you know go from zero to a hundred overnight rather than going from zero to one you know, and that's with anything, like with whatever it is that you're working towards, like literally anything is possible. Like anything is achievable. You can manifest whatever it is that you're calling in, whatever you want out of your life. Um, so long as you sort of see your end goal and then you just break it down into easy, manageable steps that you can take along the way and not getting discouraged because you didn't do it within a 24 hour period or, you know, in a fitness space, you know, in an eight week time frame. Um, you know, and realizing like, no matter what, if you keep going, you're going to move towards it, but do things that it gets easy for you to integrate it rather than flipping your life on its head head overnight um would you agree yeah like set yourself up for success often we like give ourselves these long lists already on top of our extremely busy lives and it's like well no wonder that you couldn't do it for more than a month your body didn't want to like you're in such a state of shock and like all of these things it's like your body goes into a system where it doesn't want to continue doing that it thinks it's in danger almost so it's like start small it will get easier more quickly you think and surround yourself with people that can support you and help you and assist you you do not need to go it alone but you also don't need to go you know balls to the wall right from day one and just think that you're going to conquer the world it's like you actually don't need to do as much to get the results that you're looking for and i think that was one of the biggest learnings that i had you know through my weight loss and through that eating disorder Mm, definitely definitely um and also like sort of circling to your eating disorder like i know we haven't really dived into that a little bit so if if you want to paint a picture of that i'd love to hear a little bit more about what that was like and then 
you know, how that transitioned. So I'm, I'm not hundred percent sure, but I think that you are like someone that like counts macros and that's kind of how you figure out for yourself and for your clients, what needs to be eaten. How did you move from that? And now going forward in for those listening and trying to get that better relationship with food, where could they start? Yeah, great question. Um, so I'll kind of cover the eating disorder part of it first, because a lot of people think, you know, you lose 65 pounds and overcome an eating disorder. Majority of people think that the eating disorder when I was, was when I was like super overweight. Um, but it's actually, I had a binge eating disorder when I lost the weight. So I never had a really, I wasn't eating food, but I didn't have a bad mental relationship with food when I was overweight. You know, I wasn't obsessing about it. I wasn't thinking all the time. I wasn't trying to pour, like measure everything and control everything. I was just like, yeah, let's go eat there. And like, oh, I haven't eaten in like eight hours. Oops. Like I'll eat this pizza. Like it was like no big deal. I didn't think about it. And so the relationship that I had with food when I was overweight was actually a lot better than the relationship when I lost that 65 pounds, dropped myself to 6% body fat and screwed up my hormones my like everything inside my body because it basically shutting down on me getting the food that it needed and so my typical um i guess cycle was that i would eat super clean super restricted um i'm talking chicken breast and brown rice for that's all i ate monday to friday the second friday would roll around i'd be on the phone to my favorite pizza shop ordering three larges by the time i got home they were there and from friday to sunday is when i would just fit in as many of those foods that i thought were bad and that were not on my restrictive plan um i would fit in as many of those things as possible in that time frame because monday would start and i would be back right back onto that clean eating and so um, you know, it was a horrible place to be sneaking around, stuffing your face with food on the weekend, sneaking off from social events to go to the convenience store to buy, you know, eight chocolate bars and eat them before you go back and opening the fridge and eating like everything. And I mean, everything from like sticks of butter to, um, tubs of just stuff that you shouldn't really even want. It's not edible like as itself it's just like something that you would add into food but because it was not on my strict meal plan it was going in and so i just had this vicious cycle that i would run and physically you know i was getting all the compliments in the world after this huge weight loss and looking muscular and lean and fit people were like oh my gosh you've transformed i want to look like you i want to be you i want to do what you do and you know here i was happy Monday to Friday, acting like everything's good. Friday to Sunday, going home and being miserable because I couldn't control the food I was putting in my mouth. And so um, it was a, you know, a horrible cycle to be on, not even realizing that that was a problem at the time because I was just so obsessed with food at that point and, you know, perfecting it and controlling it, restricting it, that I didn't think that I had a problem. And any tried to approach me and tell me that I did have some sort of issue was quickly eliminated from my life because I couldn't have that kind of, you know, negativity or somebody that wanted to try and pull me down and I'd come so far and, you know, all of these horrible things. Um, but yeah, my relationship with food changed. And so it's now about, um, you know, learning how to eat, learning how to eat for your body. And that's why now I firmly believe in a macronutrient style plan. I don't personally 
track macronutrients anymore because I've got such an awareness of my body and how it responds to foods and how I want to look and, and all of these things. I'm not preparing for a competition. I never have and I never will. So I don't need to be measuring things to walk across the stage. But at the same time, the, the fact of what macronutrients is and how it helps educate people in a really simple way about food without having to go and get you know, a nutrition degree I think it does a great job because you start to learn about the proteins and the fats and the carbohydrate content in the food eating. And it allows for this flexibility that I find a lot of the programs out there don't allow for. So a lot of them are these 1200 calories, there are meal plans, they're, you know, all of the diet foods that we're so used to, which is the broccoli, the Greek yogurt, the rice cakes, the oatmeal, like these sorts of foods are what those meal plans are filled with. And macronutrients allows you to fit in going out for wine with the girls and, and having burgers afterwards and it really helps people switch that mindset in a way they don't they're starting to learn their food and by the time they've done this program they're like hey i don't need to track either because i know how my body responds to this and i know what's actually in this without having to look at it and they don't need to count either they're not looking a lot of the time to walk across the stage but they do have goals in mind and that education that comes with that food and the macro tracking is a fast-tracked version of a nutrition course for them and what their goals are. Yes. Oh my gosh. So good. So, so good. Um, for those that don't know, can you just give a bit of an, like an overview as to what it means to actually track macros and how that differentiates from counting calories? Yes, absolutely. So essentially a macronutrient is your proteins, your fats, your carbs, and it's, it's that that equals that calorie. So when we're counting that calorie, it's a makeup of those things. And so when we track calories, we don't often get the whole picture and we're more often than not, we're avoiding giving our body everything that it needs to fuel it and to give it, you know, the energy it needs, the nutrients it needs to perform either everyday life or to reach those weight loss goals. And so when we're tracking calories, often we're weight to begin with. Um, and then we're in this constant state of restriction because add up really quickly and you know by your mid-morning snack you've gone over and then you feel like you're failing whereas when we talk about the proteins the fats and the carbohydrates and you're allotted certain numbers for your goals yes you're still tracking but there's a lot more flexibility in there so a we don't feel like we're failing because it's like oh i didn't eat enough protein today and i went way over on my carbs well that's okay because when we look at you know, things as a whole, we're still moving in the right direction. And so it just is another mindset piece that switches us from thinking, well, I went over my 1200 calories today. I failed. I'm going to start the diet next week, which is what so many um, of clients before they come to me, that's what they've followed for the last four or five years. And so, um, yeah, macros in simple terms, it's your proteins, your fats, your carbs that support your goals. And in an easy way, you can quickly track those, log those, learn about the foods that, you know, they say they're high protein or they say they're low fat and they actually have got all of the other things added in them. And so you can start to sort of educate yourself on food with this tool. Yeah. And I think that that's so, so important. And, um, for those that have listened along for a while, like they know that I have a background in that sort of space, like in personal training and health and fitness as well, prior to strong babe collective. So it is something I'm super passionate about. Um, and I've done all the macros and everything. So I really do understand sort of, um, where you're coming from with all of that. And I think it's really important for those that have never heard of it. It's great that you've sort of given that, that breakdown as to what it is. And I think that it is so important to understand the difference, like you said, between counting macros and, um, and just counting calories because your calories, like 
when you don't know what those calories are actually made up of it, like you said, it can be so easy. It's, you know, 11am and you've accidentally had all of them in the morning because you didn't realize like what it is that was making that up. Whereas when you can understand that, you know, um, it's been a while, but I think that, you know, um, like four grams of protein is like one calorie. Am I correct? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So like those sorts of things, like realizing that and realizing the difference between the number of um, like one calorie, what that is for fat and then what it is for protein and understanding that and then being able to split that down into, you know, across your day and what that looks like. And what I found incredible when I started, you know, um, tracking my macros and I'm with you, like it was the way that I got the results that I got in my health and fitness. Um, you know, a lot of strength training and you've got to like be fueling your body and things like that. Um, it's incredible the amount of food you actually get to eat once you start tracking because you can really, and it's not restrictive at all. Like I had days where I was like, shit, I've still got <laughs> this, that and the other to eat. Like I've got so much food and rather than coming from this place of restriction and even in that, like, you know, um, you know, having so much extra to eat, that was still from a weight loss perspective, from a fat loss perspective. It wasn't like I was sitting there trying to bulk up and put on all this muscle. Like I still felt like I was always eating and eating a lot of great food. Um, even when I was in like a deficit and trying to pull fat loss off, you know, pull fat off. So. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I mean, I have clients, um, especially in the first two weeks, it's like they're, you know, they're all communicating in this private group and they're, you know, it's 11 PM and they're like sitting down for all this food because they're like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, I'm trying my best. And, um, you know, it's encouraged to, even at the beginning, you may not necessarily feel super hungry because your body's in this state where it hasn't required that fuel for so long. Um, but trust me, like you've got to keep putting this in because your body needs it. And so it's so nice to be where you feel like you have too much food versus everything else that you know it sounds like you've been on before and me and my clients it's like usually become from a like a place of like being hungry and and needing more food and, and craving things and you know it's just it completely gets rid of those things because you're finally eating a lot of food you're not having these crazy cravings because things are balancing out because you're getting what your body needs um and yeah it's just a it's a beautiful thing Oh, it definitely is. And I so agree. It is. It's so transformative when you actually do start to understand it. And what I do love is that, you know, you said it's not where, you know, you're creating this relationship where then you have to track for life either, because I feel like that can be a dangerous path, you know, going down. And I did that myself for a while. I'll first to admit it, you know, I track macros, but then I, I got a little bit obsessed with that, even though I wasn't prepping for stage or for comp or anything like that. Um, and so I love that you, you really do highlight, you know, it's not for life. It's to like educate yourself. So you do start to understand, you know, basically what your breakdown of like protein carbs and fat actually needs to be for your body and for your goals and then what that looks like and then just getting an overall understanding so that going forward you're not like oh can i have this burger you know three years later and you're still whipping out my fitness pal trying to like <laughs> add it all up and figure it out because you've got that understanding and that knowledge and i think that is the critical part to be so aware of going into it because that's what ultimately gives you that freedom you know that freedom going forward to you know, hit your health and fitness goals, but then also maintain them without feeling like you, you can't do it on your own without, you know, your app or something like that. Exactly. A hundred percent. And I think even, you know, the, a lot of the other programs out there, it's like go and get ready for them. You need to do that huge grocery shop and you need to get that meal plan written. And it's like, actually, no, like keep eating, 
keep doing what you've been doing. It's just that education piece that comes along with it so that you sit there realizing, oh, that didn't have as much protein as I thought it had in it. Oh, oh, that I need some, I need way more fat in my diet. Like all of these things that, you know, just start where you're at. And that's what I was talking about, that consistency. You just eat and then you, you learn. And then the next day you do again and you learn a little bit more. And yes, you do, like if you're tracking for like, after this program, my personal opinion is that I have not educated enough. I have not um, shown up a, enough for my clients because the by week four, usually it's like, hey, I got this. And I, and I learned like, like what makes me super gassed, makes me retain and feel yucky and bloated. Like it's these sorts of things that by that like week four is really starting to come through for people. And so, yeah, this isn't a tracking for life thing. And I think that often that's confusing as well out there with the masses and the the big media companies, those things. So good. Oh my gosh. I love it. And honestly, like we've just gone through so much today, just shedding so much light. So I honestly so appreciate it because I know I do get a lot of questions around health and fitness um, goals and manifesting them and, you know, reaching certain goals that they've got around health and fitness and wellness. And I just know for a lot of the girls listening that this will have been invaluable. So I really appreciate you shedding the light and a lot of honest truths, to be honest on, um, you know, what that journey actually looks like and how to make it easier for yourself rather than getting so caught up in the noise and all of the, the stuff that can literally just like crowd up everything in terms of, you know, getting to where it is that you actually want to get to. It's kind of like, you've just cut like a straight line from like where you're at to where you want to go and then just like pushed all that noise aside. So I really appreciate you coming on the show and, um, shining that with sharing that with, the girls that are listening so thank you for that honestly like thank you like i said at the beginning for creating something for holding that space for people to have these conversations and for people to listen in and like you said it does not need to be that complicated stay in your lane put your blinders on you can do any damn thing that you want that includes you know your health and wellness goals your business goals your family goals relationship goals like i truly believe that and so just stay in your lane do your thing and and keep going Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Um, and I just want to finish off with one last little question. If there was one piece of advice that you could leave our babes with today to help them to manifest the lives they are worthy of, or to call in the health and fitness goals that they do have, what would it be? What is the one thing that you would want to leave them with? One thing is just get really clear on why you want those goals on the, the, what, what that's going to do for your life. If you get there. And so take a pen, take a paper, take your phone, whatever you do to take those notes and just start freely writing about what that looks like. And if you can't come up with a big passionate list that, you know, gets you excited, gets you sparked up and and keeps you up at night almost because of how exciting it is, well, maybe it's time to start shifting what those whys are and why you want those. Because again, if it's just, I want to lose 10 pounds and there's nothing to back We've got to switch some things up. We've got to find that deeper meaning. What's that really root cause? So get clear on that, write some lists out and then just start chipping away at it day by day. Such, such good advice. That's amazing. Thank you. And honestly, I I just so agree, you know, find your why and be very honest with yourself um, and get that clarity because without clarity, how could you possibly know where you're going? (laughs) You couldn't. (laughs) So that is amazing. Thank you so much. And my love for those of you, for those that love your vibe and they want to connect with you further or they want to find out more about your program, um, where can they reach you? How can the babes listening find you? Yeah, so a lot of uh, my time is spent over on Instagram. 
So it's at Dunbells, that's D-U-N-N-E-B-E-L-L-S. And then, yeah, there's a link for a free download there, which so many people get just crazy results on that. It's a quick arm toning workout. Um, and there's other goodies in there for the people that want to jump on that. Um, and then, yeah, like that's where I spend a lot of my time. A lot of free advice goes on there and people can just know to never hesitate to reach out. I had so many people that were willing to give me their advice, give me their time, give me their energy when I was you know, dealing with the weight loss eating disorder side as well and so I committed to always opening up dialogue and always having time to make that you know conversation something that is part of my world so that anybody that wants to have that please don't hesitate to reach out um, and yeah I'm looking forward to connecting more with your tribe that you have going on I think you're doing an amazing thing and I'm just looking forward to being on this cast with you thank you so much for having me on Oh, thank you, darling. It has been an absolute pleasure and we so appreciate having you on and hearing your message and your insight. And it has honestly just been an absolute treat. So thank you so, so much. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of babes that reach out to you over on Instagram um, because this has been incredible. And I know that those who have similar goals um, will probably want to be in touch. So expect an influx in your DMs. <laughs> um, but we will definitely put the link to your Instagram in the show notes as well. So it's super easy for people to go and connect with you. But again, darling, so much gratitude to you thank you so much for coming on the show it has been a pleasure um and yeah i'm sure we will be chatting again very very soon that sounds good thank you so much for having me on this was awesome thank you so much babe for allowing me to be a part of your day and for listening to today's episode i appreciate you so so much and i am so grateful to be able to help you to realize the infinite power you hold within yourself to build a life you love. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to let me know by leaving a review on iTunes. I absolutely love connecting with you on Facebook and Instagram as well. So if you're not following me over there already, be sure to come and get a little more Strong Babe inspo by searching at Strong Babe Collective or by heading to my website, strongbabecollective.com. While you're there, make sure you sign up for my Dear Strong Babe letters daily doses of inbox love delivered straight from me to you. Sending you so much love, babe, and I'm already looking forward to talking to you in the next episode. Until then, go and build a life you love.